This is an ABC podcast. On air, online and on the ABC Listen app. This is Conversations with Sarah Konoski. subscribe to the Conversations podcast. To find out more, just head to abc.net.au slash conversations. My name is Paul Barnett, and I will be filling in for Sarah, who's off having a well-earned break. Our guest this week is Pia Barnett, a 14-year-old student from the International School of Prague who has been researching the impacts of obesity and, importantly, what can be done to manage it. Good morning, Pia, and welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Paul. How are you this morning? I'm well, thank you, and I'm very much looking forward to talking to you about obesity and what can be done to combat it in society. Yes, thank you for having me. So Pia, why is obesity an important issue that needs to be addressed in society? Well, obesity has tripled since 1975 and during this time not one country has reduced its obesity rate. So it's evident that although obesity is an increasingly important issue, it's not being treated as one and it's being put on the back burner, causing it to get worse and worse every year. So I think that it's time that it's treated like the epidemic that it truly is. So what are some of the ways that this issue has been mistreated in the past? Well, I think that obesity is even today seen as more of an individual issue. Uh, So it's engraved in society to shame people for being obese rather than look for policies that can reduce obesity. A study found that even in children as young as the age of three, it's engraved in them to call their larger classmates things like lazy, mean and stupid. So even in the children at the age of three, it really is engraved in our society to shame people for being fat rather than find ways to reduce the obesity rate. Uh, In fact, 40% of obese Americans say that they experience stigma on the daily. And this stigma is harmful not only to their mental health, but also to their physical health, as it's been proven that people who are discriminated against have a shorter lifespan. So obesity is not only an epidemic of decreasing physical health in the way that obesity is associated with things like heart disease and cancer, but it's also caused parallel epidemic in decreasing mental health. So Pia, what's caused this issue? Well, we as a society, overall, we do less exercise and we eat more processed food than we did in the past. But we also drive cars. We don't, for example, walk to the bus stop and back. So that has caused uh, an increase in obesity. But even larger, it's it's caused by inequality in, in some aspects. Uh, Healthy food is 10 times more expensive calorie per calorie than unhealthy food. So the issue of obesity is really deep-rooted in poorer neighborhoods. Uh, Black and Latino neighborhoods have more fast food restaurants. So people don't, in these areas, people don't choose to buy the more processed unhealthy food, but it's what's readily available to them. It's what they can afford. So that's, that's what they reach for. What can be done, Peter, to help this issue? 
Well, there's actually lots of things that can be done uh, if we handle it now. So a lot of studies have shown that a drop in 10 to 30 percent in prices of fruit and vegetable could save over 500,000 lives. So that's definitely a very good solution that we should start putting in place now. Uh, it will also reduce healthcare costs because less people will be going in for hearts disease and other issues caused by obesity. We can also work on raising school food standards as a lot of obesity starts in childhood so if we work on increasing the standards of food in schools especially lower class public schools that will definitely help. We can put more fruit and veg stores in dry areas. Dry areas are areas where there are no supermarkets or fresh food stores readily available. Uh, only big chains such as Walmart and Target that sell majority processed food. Uh, we can also reduce the amount of fast food stores in poorer neighbourhoods. As I said before, there's significantly more fast food restaurants in black and Latino neighbourhoods. Another solution, which is a bit more innovative, is that we can start putting urban gardens in community areas so that communities can grow their own fruits and vegetables. We can another solution that has it's a bit more controversial is putting taxes in place on sugar sweetened drinks and other processed foods, which has been effective in other areas. But there are luckily there are actually a lot of things that we can do if we act now. And Pia, are there any learnings from things we've done in the past that might help? Yeah. So speaking of the the soda tax in two thousand and eight, a ban was put in place uh, on all fast food chains in South LA but uh, with the intention to reduce obesity rates because people won't be visiting these fast food chains, but this failed to reduce the obesity rate and instead caused it to climb by more than 10% in this South LA area. And this was caused by the dry areas that I was talking about before, areas where there are no supermarkets, so fruit and vegetable is not readily available. Therefore, people, when their fast food chains are taken away from them, they turn to the only other option they have, which is chains such as Walmart and Target for their food where they're buying majority processed food. So this has been a perfect example of how sometimes taking things away from people and shaming them for eating them like fast food isn't actually effective. So that's why I think that taking the opposite approach and putting in more fresh food supermarkets instead of putting in fast food chains would be more effective because it's supporting people and encouraging them to buy fresh fruit and vegetables rather than shaming them shaming them out of buying fast food and processed food. And Pia, what government policies do you think could be put in place right now to help with this issue? That's a great question, Paul. I think that reducing the cost of fruits and vegetables is something that the government can do easily and would be extremely effective. I also think, uh, as celebrity chef Jamie Oliver has started doing in the UK, increasing the standard of food in schools is a very effective method. There are a lot of things that the government can do, especially in underprivileged areas to help this issue. It's just about taking action and, and treating this issue as more of a priority as and as the epidemic that it is. Pia, it's been wonderful learning a little bit more about obesity from you today. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Paul.